0: at six o'clock it's time for the joke workshop here on mutiny radio yay dot fm and dot sf um we've got microphones out there for comments today because we have a really short list so um we can do like longer sets too or if you have questions at the end of your set about specific jokes that's fine ask us and um, I'll take notes today. If you're interested in what I think, um, uh, if I'm in a weird, if I'm in a punchy mood, it's because uh, I find out in less than 24 hours about the fate of Mutiny Radio, and so that's kind of uh, freaking me out, dude. But it will all be fine. I mean, either way, it's everything's gonna work out in the end. Uh, and you'll all, I'm sure, you'll if you're, if you see me tomorrow, or or I, you'll see on the internet what happens, it, the drama will unfold either way. All right, when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. Uh, your first comedian isn't here. Uh, and that's okay. He's visiting us from New York and he um, it just didn't make it on time and that's fine. But your next comedian, I'm really excited that he's here and he has a bunch of new material to check out and the pacing, I was just overhearing you. Uh, hey, clap your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun, Yes!
1: It's quite simple. Three stones
2: from the sun. We need a piece of this rock.
1: All right. Get ready for some red flags. Who here likes balloon animals? Follow-up question. Who here has balloons? Pam? 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 Eye contact? Eye contact? Would I have asked that question if I wasn't prepared? Thank you going to try that again. And when I ask if anybody here has balloons, you will not be helpful, okay? <laughs> Does anybody here have balloons? No? Nobody has balloons? No one. It would really help me out if someone had... All right, well, that's too bad. All I have are these bags I have to take with me when I walk my dog. Uh, but these are kind of like balloons, so let's see what we can do. Now, everybody, I must advise that I am a trained professional and that you... Should not try this at home. Make a wish. Mm. Mm. I wish I used a fresh one. A goose. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Pull out your camera phones now and snap a photo everybody. You are looking at the picture of mental health. And you may be saying, Colin, that doesn't look like any goose I ever saw. And that may be true, but none of those geese were also a clear cry for help. Um, Has anyone else been struggling since I got divorced? (laughs) Been trying. um, I don't know if you guys are good with rejection, but I'm not. Um, And um, I'm just going to do with these what most people in my neighborhood do. Um... (laughs) But I met a very handsome gentleman the other day named Matt from Denver, met him on a Wednesday, did a little bit of dancing, a little bit of drinking, a little bit of kissing, but then he had to go because he's visiting from out of town, he had places to be so he gave me his number, and then he left, and then he texted me about all the things he wanted to do to my butthole, involving the word wreck. Then over the next few days we were texting, figuring out the right time, and then suddenly he said to me that he wasn't interested in meeting up anymore because he was starting to pick up a pretty unstable vibe. Can you believe that? Starting. Like, dude, when you met me, I was drunk at a bar on a Wednesday? That's a red flag. In the span of the 30 minutes that we interacted, he learned that I am a recently divorced, gay, stand-up comedian who works in the construction industry and rides a motorcycle. My hobbies, apparently, include binge drinking on Wednesdays and making out with strangers while wearing this necklace. Where did you ever pick up a stable vibe? Guys, look under your seats. Look, check up the floor. Are there any green flags that I may have dropped? These are green bags. It's definitely not the same thing. If I were stable, I would not be standing here right now. I would be at home with my husband. And when did mental stability become a prerequisite or hooking up with a stranger visiting from out of town. I have traveled quite a lot in my time, and banging local crazies is without a doubt the best part. I hooked up with a guy in Nashville who choked me like he was a serial killer. And then I saw on the news six months later, I think he may have actually been a serial killer. But I'm not blonde, so I did not get murdered. I did get the best dick of my life by far. But um, I guess that, that that old thing holds true about crazy people being good in bed. I, obviously, am terribly, disgustingly lonely. And so if you give me even the slightest ounce of validation, I will be very thankful. It's the same reason why I do comedy. I like making people happy. Thank you. This is just way more efficient. I only have like five minutes up here. But if I had more time, I would blow every person in this room. And in the minute I have left, I don't think I'd make it past the third row. This quality takes time. But what I'm saying is that um, telling a room full of people that you don't really know is a massive red flag. And if this set has been any indication, I think we can all agree that Matt from Denver <laughs> fucking missed out. So now I have nobody. I don't have Matt from Denver. I have nothing. I am broken. I am lonely, I am shattered, I am a husk. Um, But I do have very good credit. So at least capitalism loves me. So I'm gonna get on going. I have a date with a cutie named Chase. And let's just say there is interest. All right. My name is Colin Braun, have a nice night. Hooray for Colin
0: Braun. I'm sorry for laughing at your pain. But it can change just like that. Just like that. All of a sudden, one person like shows interest in you and you're like, no one should interest in me in forever. Then somebody showing it, you're like, what? And they're like, you're really pretty. And you're like, what? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking about myself. But you're uh, you, you you're really pretty too, Colin, that was lovely. Feel better. Yay, clap for Colin again, he needs it. Yay. You're so cute. Yay, don't die. Don't die. <laughs> oh, you can, <laughs> that's good. You, okay, uh, we'll talk to the. We'll bring the next person up. Um, Ian, I moved you down the list one just so you can relax for a second. Your next comedian just got back to us from college in Vermont. I'm so glad he's back. Yay, put your hands together for Charlie Moore.
2: Yay.
3: Woohoo! It's actually so great to be back. <laughs> Get to see the sun again. Gotten like two shades darker, so nigga, <laughs> still say it wrong <laughs> every time. Uh, I've talked a lot before. Uh, I played Division Three basketball out in college. For those of you who don't know, there's three levels of college basketball: Division One, which is sponsored by Gatorade; Division Two, which is sponsored by Powerade; and Division Three, which is sponsored by Financial Aid. Yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest, though, I really, I really enjoy it. Like, it's not that bad, but sometimes I do have these moments where, like, I look in my body, and I'm like, Charlie, you're 6'5", black, you should play Division I basketball. Like, if I just listened to my racist swimming coach a little bit earlier, like, yeah, that was horrible. Um, I don't know. Like, my team, were not bad, to be quite honest. We played against a Division I team, and we only lost by 17 points. Their women's team was pretty good, <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh... One thing that always bothers me is the penalties we have for streakers. Like, I was reading this article, and this guy got sentenced to five years in prison and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the Little League World Series. That's fucked up, right? That's unfair, right? Five years in prison for streaking at the Little League World Series? Oh, I said the joke (laughs) before the punchline. (laughs) Anyways, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I used to be addicted to vaping. I knew I had a problem with vaping when I dropped my vape in the toilet, and my first thought was, put it in rice. That'll fix it. I knew I was broke when I made sticky rice. That's how I knew I was broke. Yeah. And I've actually been doing this thing called the rubber band method to get over it, where every time I feel an urge to, like, vape, I snap myself with a rubber band. And I don't know. Just to prove it, not wearing the rubber band. I did not plan this right. Anyways, the rubber band was supposed to break when I claimed I wasn't looking at it. Funny, if you think about it. Um... I think the biggest generational gap between the generations is how we use Google Maps. Like me, I blindly follow it. My parents, they follow, but they argue every once in a while. And my granddad refuses to drive if the voice is female. Yeah. I'm so reliant on Google Maps that I walk three blocks down the wrong street before realizing I still had it set to walking directions. (laughs) It's bad. I don't know. Like, I'm so blindly following it. Like, if Google Maps told me to jump off a bridge, I would follow it the way Anchorman follows the teleprompter. Did I say told me to? I meant gave me an excuse to Okay, wrong wording. Uh what else? Uh I'm I know I've talked about a lot about my ex and stuff. I haven't, but pretend this is an actual set. But I just wanna say, I am fully over her. I'm fully over her. Like I don't even feel sad anymore when she doesn't respond to my goodnight texts anymore. It I don't feel sad. No, like did I arrange a threesome with a girl who had her name and a girl who looks like her just so I could appropriately say her name during sex? No, because that'd be weird, right? Right? That'd be weird. That's why I haven't done it. Like, honestly, I haven't even talked to her in three months. 22 days. Nine minutes and 12 seconds. Okay, it has been a very long time since her funeral, to be quite honest. Like... All right, that's my time. Thank you, guys. Coming
0: from the heart. Yay, Charlie Moore is back. Hooray. Yay. I hope I get to see you all week. uh, yeah, And Christmas time and all that stuff. And clap your hands together, everyone, for your next comedian. All the way from New York City, it's Ian Levy. Yay.
4: Okay, here are my new jokes um, I, uh, uh, I I find with the the people I've dated they tend to have very uh, different taste than me in my experience like uh, they like doing different things like I like going uh, to thrift stores a lot uh, and the women I date uh, tend to hate money that is the big as seems like the main theme with you know, like, my ex used to always try to make me go to, like, fancy breakfast places. She's like, oh, we got to go to this new brunch spot. They do a fun thing uh, where they take your wallet and burn it in front of you. It was a good time. And, uh, I was like, do we get any food? And she goes, no, no. You know, you just sit there hungry for an hour. Then I take a picture of a mimosa, and then we leave. Uh, okay, there we go. I, um, I like learning about history. Uh, I recently learned about, uh, I've been learning about samurai recently and uh, the art of, uh, do you guys know seppuku, where they used to, if you dishonored your, uh, if you dishonored your, your lord or master, you would take a sword and stab it into your intestines and do almost like a Z shape. You'd drag it over and then up into your heart uh, to, to die. And to some people that sounds extreme. To me, that just sounds like good customer service right there. That's a real... I worked at a lot of cafes, and people would get so mad if you screwed up their order. But you know what a, would have shut them up if I just pulled out a sword? I was like, ah, you know, like into the full. i brought dishonor to this Starbucks. So there we go. That's true. I people. I worked at a Starbucks for a long time. People were so mean. And then I worked in a slightly nicer cafe, and people were way nicer. Did you guys know that was a? Uh, people get it, it, They it's a weird uh, way that you're treated because if you work at a shitty place people the customers are mean to you you work at a moderately nice place the customers are nice to you and then if you work at a really nice place the customers are mean to you again it comes full circle because rich people treat everything like a starbucks so they don't care they can just buy another one but it's uh i always thought that was interesting you want to work at a place that the tip is this is my tip for anyone who works at cafe you want to work at a place that's just nice enough that people th- are excited to be there. It's like a, a treat, you know, where they're, they're like, ooh, $8 for a latte, but they still pay it because they're trying to impress a date. You know, that's what, okay. Because really rich people, they don't act like nice. You know, they act like uh, customers in a, uh, okay, no, that's not going anywhere. I don't know where I'm going with any of that. I um have a friend who writes uh, scripts for a true crime podcast. Um, And I told her recently, I was like, I don't think you're, your job's going to be around much like AI is going to take that over uh, because all she does is she doesn't even come up with the story. She gets sent, you know, like the information and then she just writes it up. And so pretty soon, there's just going to be an AI that does that. And you can also make an AI that's going to go out and find the stories. You can even make an AI that does a voice that records the podcast. Really, you can have an AI do every part of the podcast. The only part you need a human for is going to be the woman who's murdered. That is the only part that uh, you know pretty soon you don't have enough stories you can make a robot that goes and kills women so you know it just doesn't end. it just keeps going okay um oh boy yep um okay and now this story i uh i get into a lot of dumb bad situations because i make a lot of bad life decisions uh, i had this happen once i was with this i was at karaoke and i was very drunk and i met a woman and we were pretty much immediately all over each other we we're like making out it was crazy uh, and then she got a text message and then she's like, I got to go. And I was like, what's wrong? And she said, uh, well, I got to come clean with you. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I just need to be totally clear. I have a boyfriend. He's at a bar. He wants me to come meet him right now. Um, but I want you to come with me. And uh, and I was like, is your boyfriend going to be okay that I come with you? And she said, no, not at all. He's intensely jealous uh, to the point that I'm not even allowed to have male friends but I want to keep hanging out with you. So what we need to do is we're going to arrive separately at the bar and then you're going to like pretend to meet me for the first time and my boyfriend at the same time. And that way if he meets if we all if he thinks you're his friend, we can keep hanging out, which I'm like, you know, I'm not an expert on being a good guy, but uh it feels like that's maybe crossing a line somewhere. And then she said, "If you do this, I will suck your dick." Um so now I'm best man at their wedding. Okay, so there we go. Your boy's in. I'm going for it. Okay, that's been my time. Thank you very much. Yay!
0: Yay the triumphant return of Ian Levy. Yay! Yay! Showing us how it's done. All right. Um, Your next meeting isn't on time, so I'm just going to keep moving on down the list. And your next comic is one of my favorite people in San Francisco. She's amazing and sweet and funny. And just when people say that the next comic's a really good friend of mine, I'm like, yeah, she's like my only friend. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay!
5: That's Spencer's intro. Woo! Okay, thank you, Pam. Thank you, guys. Uh oh shit. Okay. I want to try this out. I've I've done it a l- couple of times but um just not sure. I Norman Vincent Peale said, "Whenever God wants to give us a gift, it wraps it up in a problem. The bigger the gift we have coming, the bigger the problem we will receive." This is me writing a letter to God. Thank you God for this wonderful gift of wisdom so cleverly wrapped up in breast cancer. (laughs) If you don't mind, I'd like to exchange it. Did you keep the receipt? It is a little big. I kind of had my eye on a tennis elbow. That's more my size. Is that okay with you, God? Anyway. I already have one similar to this. Remember last year for my birthday you gave me an insight encased in a fibroadenoma? Yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) But you might want to rethink this cancer as a gift thing. I know some people get a lot out of it, but frankly, I prefer a watch or some new shoes. Well, thanks again, God. Love, Lauren, Kraut, San Francisco, California, USA. Earth. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I tried that the other night, and the the whole line at breast cancer just the room fell out. <laughs> just like oh fuck. Okay. Um, we say something, some place, some time, someone, some who, some some no not someone some where some what, and sometimes some when, but we don't say some who or some why. And I want to know why. What what did they ever do to you? Well, how come they're not words? I want to get to the bottom of this somehow. <laughs> Thank you. There's more, uh, if I can remember. I can't remember it. Um, I think some who and some why could be useful. And I'll give you an example. Some why over the rainbow, (laughs) we don't really understand it all. Something about reflection of sunlight, I'm no expert here. Some why over the rainbow, don't expect us all to rhyme. It's hard enough carrying the tune, I can't do both at the same time. Some who, somewhere, someone will, uh, knows my struggle. All right. We don't sit out to ruin a day. You take one too many naps, smoke one too many joints, pee in the kitchen sink, and boom, the day is over. It's (laughs) fucked. And nobody wants it. You might as well stay home. Nobody wants to see an old giraffe telling jokes at an open mic. Okay. Uh, (sighs) I was walking down the sidewalk the other day and I must have gotten too close to this guy because he stopped turned and said, you're right on top of me. And I swerved to avoid him. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to pass you. Why are people so slow? I mean, I'm an old lady, and I was walking faster than this young guy. And I was carrying groceries for fuck's sake. I think it's because I lived in New York for so long, people walk faster there, don't they? I'm always in a hurry. It's like tick tock. Let's get there. Let's hurry up. And you lazy California fucks, you don't know how to walk. Don't make me swerve, you know, I'm gonna stab somebody in the throat next time and don't make me do that because you know how I (laughs) feel about blood Thank you All right Um, Because I have OCD a lot of people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions When you have obsessions you worry a lot you avoid unlucky things like raisins (laughs) Hate those fuckers With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. You touch and count whatever says, touch me, count me. Should you have both and you obsess all day about your compulsions, then you're fucked. Did I touch the kitchen table? When I left the kitchen, did I touch the table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Friday's fighting crime. All right. I got to go. There's some people in the other room I need to count. Thank you. Man.
0: Hooray, Lord Kraut! It's always fun when you suddenly, I'm just like, oh, you have a whole new set now that I have to memorize. Uh, <laughs> just a minute, just a second. Hold on a second. Who's on second? Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. Your next comedian. Another friend of mine. He's so wonderful and fun and funny and lovely. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody. For Spencer
2: Devine. Woo! <laughs> so lucky
6: ah, woo. uh so uh i'm a poor comedian it's not woo woo uh i'm a poor comedian uh i was born with a copper spoon in my mouth i was a sickly child uh and so i would always write people poems and like songs and stuff for christmas Uh, because my brother could actually paint and draw and I'm like I'm I'm good with word things Uh, and they'll and they have to like it because it's still so I told someone I'd write them a joke uh for Christmas uh and uh they're like oh I don't know make it about anything and I'm like you don't get how challenges work you need to give me a thing can't write a joke about fucking anything that's all my jokes all my jokes are about anything She's like, oh, I don't know, make it about the chaos during the holidays. And I was like, what's more chaotic than bees when you least expect it? So this is my bees when you least expect it joke. (laughs) Okay, so this happened a couple of Christmases ago. And me and my extended family, we all went to Olive Garden because... When you're friends, you instantly become family. When you're already a family and you go to Olive Garden, you are now a double family. You're stronger than all the other families. Really, the more families you have involved, it's like the Highlander, it's exponential. You do become a stronger family. And so we're at Olive Garden and we're just sitting there and there's cousin Jimmy with his shirt, D's Nuts, very, very funny. And they come out, a waitress comes out with a platter, right? And they're like, oh, man, there's something going on underneath that platter. It's like a lot of of movement, a lot of action underneath that platter. And so she puts it down on the table, and she reaches for the lid of the platter. And she pulls it back. It it, is a steak fajita, and it's very delicious. And so everyone gets down on the steak fajita. And then it's time for presents, because it was just dad's 60th birthday. And so I pull out this box, right? And it's, it's wrapped in a delightful bow. And the man, oh, there's, oh, there's something in the box, okay? So he, he goes and he opens and he pulls back the ribbon. When he pulls back the second ribbon and he goes for the lid of the box and it's a beautiful watch with an inscription on it that says uh, you know uh, your family loves you and, uh, and out of nowhere a prison transport van crashes into the olive garden and in the back of the the back of the doors they jiggle you know and you're like what oh no what's going to come out of there it could be anything and the doors bust open And it's prisoners, okay, because it was a prisoner transport, man. it's exactly what you expected. And it was a stressful situation, so I pull out a new pack of Marble 100s, still with the cellophane on them, and I slowly unwrap the pack of cigarettes. No way it's been tampered with in any way. It's still sealed. And so I open the box, and I pull back the foil a cigarette so I take out a cigarette and I'm smoking and the waitress walks up and she's like hey could you not smoke in here and I'm like why she's like we have a non-smoking policy I know there's a hole in the wall but it's still an olive garden and I don't care how if you're a triple family or a double family you're still just one family and I'm like oh I'm gonna smoke a cigarette and she's like no don't smoke a cigarette and I'm like why and she's like "There." And I'm like, what do you mean? And all of a sudden, a bee drops onto the table. And I realized that not only is everything bees, everything has been bees and everything will be bees. And the, the, the inscription on the locket was actually just formulated bees the fajita the steak bursts open is just full of bees the waitress you see a million decisions pulls her handkerchief has always been bees. You wake up, you, I wake up and reaching my legs out of a sticky honey cocoon, my thorax still beating, and I realize that I am a bee, and I, the world has been taken over by robot bees. and that is why i write jokes for christmas because i'm poor thank you i've been spencer divine
0: spencer divine everyone that was a lot of fun what a ride that was lovely uh your next comedian clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for dan guan
2: yay one under the
7: Hey, uh, what's up everybody? Uh, some things about me. Uh, I like soccer. Uh, do we gotta watch the world cup final the other day? Woo. All right. One woo. One lady was shaking her head in the background. Yep, typ- yep, Typical American. Yep, Just what I like to see. Um, no, I, I, I like, I like soccer I, I like, I like how the world cup is ended. So now that America, so now all my American friends can uh, stop pretending that they care anyway. Um, no, I like it because it's such a hugely emotional sport, right? It's so damn emotional. Uh, And it's so emotional that I just don't understand. I think that I don't understand why Americans don't care about it a bit more. Like, because the thing about that's weird about soccer is that like in the U.S. we have things called soccer moms, right? But in the U.K., they also have things called soccer hooligans. And if you don't know the difference, the difference is that with soccer moms, you love soccer so much that you'll just drive your kids to the pitch. Uh, Whereas in the U.K., if you love soccer, you will they drive your kids away from you because you drink too much. Okay, that's good. That's the one we'll call. Uh, I think it's weird that the U.S. doesn't really care that much about, like, soccer because it's, it's, it's such an emotional sport. Like, you could do a lot of things with it. Because in the U.K., what's different is that they literally have police to break up riots at games. We're Americans. We basically invented storming the capital. Like, what do we? Like what more do you not want? like with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, can you imagine, like, the day that in America if they actually care about soccer? Like, can you imagine if soccer moms going around flipping over minivans just because they gave, they gave their kid a yellow card? Like, that would be a truly... Really great day. All right, cool. This premise is dead. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, uh, with a couple things about me, actually, as well. Uh, I actually speak a lot of languages, if you guys didn't know. I speak a lot of languages. Uh, I speak uh, English, uh, French, Chinese, uh, and a tinge of pretentiousness. Anyway, uh, yeah, and I think learning languages is really useful, uh, not to just to talk to other people, uh, mostly just to confuse racists. Yeah, because then when I, when I speak French, they're all just going to be like, I can't tell if you're a, a professor or a crazy rich Asian. Like, which one are you, you know? All right, cool. Now That's not going to work. That's that's fine. Uh, speaking of languages, uh, I one thing, one thing I, I realized when I was, was growing up was that a lot of kids uh, growing up in my town, they always liked, loved it when I spoke Chinese to my parents. Like, it would, it would be a time when my phone would ring. Uh, they would actually hush the whole entire conversation because they wanted to hear what I had to say uh which is always so stupid because they always pretended like that they always thought that they knew chinese like one of my conversations they would just like stop and they would hear me say
6: uh steven
7: like and they're like that's it that's it okay all right that all right that, that one's dead in the water this is a tough night all right you guys having a good week this way so far um Let's see. Uh, I'm frugal, but I'm not cheap. Uh, and I think and I, it's a huge difference between that. And I really get mad when people like confuse that. Because when you're frugal, it just means that you rarely spend money. But you'll spend on quality, right? You're, you're just frugal that way. Whereas when you're cheap, uh, that just means that you rarely uh, take money out of your mattress. That's what it means uh, when you're cheap. Uh, yeah, one time I went on a date with this one girl and, uh, we had, we had a nice, uh, coffee chat and, uh, she then told me why we couldn't spend more money on dinner. I think you're cheap. And I don't think that, I don't think that's true. I'm not cheap. I just don't think you're worth it. So that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my biggest difference. Uh, you know, also, especially if you're cheap, if, uh, when we're coming out of the pandemic, you still do your first date, uh, over zoom, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy like you could be looking at that being like yo this inflation going on nah COVID's still out i can't do this first day out we got to do it on zoom you know what i mean like that's just that's just how it'd be all right cool this is all fun stuff um some more things about me uh guys uh, actually i have my birthday is coming up pretty soon i have a uh, my birthday's on january 4th oh thank you oh you don't have to clap for that that's yeah no one really cares about my birthday mostly because that most people forget it's usually four days after new year's eve like everyone's usually hungover. Uh, the one year that they did actually care about it, they also forgot about it too. Uh, cause then two days later they, they stormed the Capitol. So that's okay. A little too real. Okay. That's, that's not fine. All right. Well, all right, we'll do, we'll do one, one more joke. I, um, let's see. Uh, I think dating can be tough out here. Uh, mostly because I think sometimes women have way too high standards here and they give out like the silliest reasons too. Uh, like one time I got this girl's number, I texted her and all she said was no way. I don't fuck with men with Android phones. I think that's a red flag. And I'm like, don't you mean that's a green flag? Like, okay, that's a silly joke. All right, I've been, I'm done. Thanks so much. I, I'm gonna. one
0: everyone, so hooray. hooray, hooray! Bye, Colin. Don't kill yourself. Bye, Charlie. I'll see you later this week. Yay! Hopefully. Yay! Oh, thanks. Jw Blunt just came in and gave me some candy. That was- Um, J.W. Blunt has a show on Fridays here called the J.W. MegaWag Show and uh, he's really great. He also has a Tiki Desk concert on Friday or Saturdays and sometimes he does comedy stuff too so talk to him about bookings in the future. It's always a great show and he streams it live on the Mutiny Instagram but then also he has like a Tiki bar on his outside. um, It's really cool. His patio is super fucking cool and he has a lot of really neat people he hangs out with. All right, your next comedian. This is exciting tonight. We have... We have two Maxes, but the first one is super new to the room. And I saw his picture, and I was like, "Oh my god, you look like a Republican!" But he was hanging out with Skeletor's sister, Nancy Pelosi. Put your hands together, everybody,
8: for Max
0: Chris Spark Max Spark! Yay!
8: Yeah, I did meet her, and then uh, the next day she got COVID. But I swear, swear it wasn't me. I can't wink, but I was me winking. Happy Christmas to you and all your families. None of this, happy holiday bull crap that I like to hear. Okay, and but I've always been very cynical about the idea of Christmas. You know, like I, I I like Christmas, but just the idea of Santa never made sense to me. Like I was arguing, I was probably around in the seventh grade. I was arguing with someone about if Santa is real or not, and because I'm not an idiot, I was on the opposing side, and and um. And he was saying that Santa has to be real because my mom and dad, they're upstairs. I'm a sweep. How do the presents get under the twee? How do the cookies get eaten? How do the carrot get eaten? Santa and the Rudolph. Point point proven. Okay? And what I said to him to systematically break down his nonsensical argument about a man, a fat man who slides down our chimney is that If Santa ate all those cookies in one night, like you presume, he would get a heart attack and die. So, he can't be real. And you might say say what I did was, you know, mean or being rude or a bit of an asshole or whatever. But, I am right. So,
2: hmm.
8: I was at a card store the other day. And I know because I look like a total stud who gets like hella girls or whatever. Um... But there is like there's a nerd side to me, you know. Um, I, and I was playing magic. Does anyone here play magic? Yes! Woo! Love magic. Do you have a boyfriend? No, not me. Like I'm not asking you, but I don't. I'm saying I I don't. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a girlfriend. It's a common it's a common pattern for people who play magic. But um. <laughs> Sorry, I, The second it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, wow, that is insinuating a lot. <laughs> but um, I this man playing next to me, he goes, I've, I overhear him talking, and he goes, I've seen Star Wars more times than I've I've had sex. And I don't know what came over me, but something came inside me and spoke for me. And it wasn't me, I swear, that I said to a complete stranger, You've never seen Star Wars? Wow, it's a great it's a great movie. Come on. And and um you know he w- he wasn't happy. He was like, ha, a dick. I probably get more girls in on a weekend than you have in your whole life. And, you know, I didn't I was just joking with the man, I didn't want to be, you know, like serious or anything. So I was like, you know what, like I am a stud who gets hella girls or whatever. But but like, you know, I I it was just a joke. I was just playing around with him. It's fine. So I, I apologize. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Just, just cracking a little joke. And I went back to playing my game. And I leave. And I, I say goodbye to the man, and he stands up. And at first, I'm like, fuck. I'm have to take another shower when I get home. Because I think he's about to hug me. Damn, I messed up that joke. I did it the first time. Dang it. Um, and um, <laughs> but he gets up, and he goes like this. What, what what are you doing? I do not want to make amends with you. Did you just try to strangle me from, like, did you just try to use the force on me right now? Are you serious? Leave Now! And uh, I haven't been back to the card store since, so I guess he won that battle. Um, Do you guys have any friends that get way too excited about literally everything? You know they're like the definition of positive vibes they hang out on Hay street a lot you know you could say anything you could be like yo bro I- I- i'm gonna go take a shit real quick <laughs> fucking sick dude i love shits you just feel so free after you know another thing about these guys is that when something is it was something negative they're just a, like a bit too positive they still just have to be positive in the negative situations like i could be like yeah, bro. This is this is hard for me to say, but uh, my mom died. No, bro. You serious? It's like, man. I, I I I get you, bro. Like I I get you because like, in third grade, my my pet my pet fish Timothy passed away, and it's like, oh god. My 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 pet fish Timothy passed away, and it's like, that hit me here, bro. That hit me here. Wow. Hearing our collective experience has really not made me feel any fucking better. Thank you. Hey, that's my time. Thank you. I'm Max Spark.
0: Yay. Max Spark. Yay.
8: I'm submitting that video for college. So thank you guys for actually oh, really? laughing. Really? Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. So you're, you are super young. I was like, you're, you did your debate at the beginning and I was like, oh my gosh, it's too bad Connor isn't here. He was on the list because you could do hate debates, but I'm sure you're probably way too young to be inside a bar.
8: Um, uh, I've, i performed inside bars before. You but, have? Yeah.
0: He's too, yeah, yeah to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do have, I, I literally have magic cards like back here. Oh. Yeah, I know. And you'll freak, if you want to look through them, you can because they're all super old. They're like from the early thousands. And oh, I have, sick. I have like a lot of
8: old I, I sat, I'm sad, sad to say this, but I like, uh I have no friends who play it anymore. So I only play online, but oh, I would love to play. Somebody. Yeah, would, well, I'll school you.
0: I'm sure you will. I don't understand the all the yeah. counter yeah. decks now. They're crazy. Um, You're lovely and amazing and come back because we are an all ages venue. Everybody clap it up so we can go, go to Thank college, you. everybody. It's Mac, yay. yay. He's gonna go to college. Oh, okay, your dad's in the car. Bye. I'm so glad I didn't smoke pot inside tonight so that you're okay. I don't don't mind you.
8: Uh
2: Uh
0: Yeah, never eat my baked goods. There's always weed in them. Clap it up again for the young man Max. Yay. His dad's in the car. Next time, bring your fucking dad in, bro. All right. We have a couple. Oh, your voices are really good, too. Your act-outs are really good. Uh, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ezra Lux. Woo!
9: Hi, guys. Hi, all. One, two, three, four. Oh, that's a lot of numbers. That's too many people. Um, it is, uh, Was it, day, Is night two of Hanukkah, I think. Yeah, and contrary to what the previous gentleman said, I think Hanukkah is the best holiday um, because it's eight times longer than Christmas. Think about it, everybody wants an eight-inch penis, but a 64-inch penis, that'd be great. <laughs> no, that's like a medical problem. Um, I uh, Pam, are you stoned yet? No, I'm just because you usually are. Uh, okay, I I'm a little bit. Um, I it's pro- it's kind of an issue because like I can't watch reality TV anymore while I'm high because reality TV shows are so like gamified. I think it's because of American Idol. Like they're like everything has to be a contest, and it sucks because me being stoned like makes me into the like Bill Belichick of whatever the contest is. So, like, I'll be watching, like, you know, five meth heads bidding on storage lockers and I'm like, No, you idiot! You have to get the one with the piano in it! And it's like, I don't know fucking anything about what that is. The worst one I saw is, do you know that show Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew? That show's so fucking evil because it's set up like a contest. And, like, the first episode of the show, he's like, well, now, I'm gonna divide you guys into two teams of recovering addicts and we're gonna do some games and there's gonna be eliminations. I'm like, this is like medical treatment. Stop doing this. <laughs> That'd be awesome if you like sprained your ankle and you went to the hospital and they were like, you know, you know, we'll treat you, but you have to do like hurdles first. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't write this b- I'm just thinking of I should probably have written jokes. Let's just do some old jokes. Um, I was uh, I was reading er, reading about history. I'm big into that. Um, my favorite uh, era of history is the Age of Exploration, which is when people were trying to find like you know the North Pole, the South Pole, climb Mount Everest, all that stuff. Uh, it seems very passe to me. Like I think there's probably like a Bennigan's on the summit of Mount Everest at this point. It's very touristy. Um, but I was reading about this guy. There's this expedition called the Robert Peary expedition. And one of the guys on the expedition, I read that he was on three failed expeditions to the North Pole. So I was like, I gotta read about this guy because he is not a quitter. And so it's like ex- Expedition One, Peary Expedition, he's like one of like three people to not freeze to death. It resorts to cannibalism, it's a disaster. He gets back to England and he's like, I wanna give this one another crack. <laughs> And he and so he's like, I'm gonna do another expedition. Second expedition also ends in cannibalism. And he's one of the like two survivors, and he gets back to London again, very suspicious, and he's like, Guys, third expedition. <laughs> I have I have to do it. And this time they make him the captain of the expedition, like he got a promotion, which is I wish how that's how I got a promotion just by eating all of my coworkers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets on the third expedition. Third expedition also ends in cannibalism. I'm like this man is just a cannibal. <laughs> He's just found his in. Like I bet preparing for that third expedition, he was like getting rid of all the food in secret. He's like we don't need this, man. <laughs> Um, let's see. I should probably think of like a better, like, end. Ah, whatever. Uh, All right, let's do one more. I was uh, at the store, and they have this brand of chocolate called Tony's Slavery Free Chocolate. That's a real brand of chocolate. I'm not. This is not fictional. That's real. They sell it at like Whole Foods and stuff. And I was like, that is a terrible marketing move to put the word slavery on the name of your food. Like, even if it's, it's appended by the word free, it's just still bad, you know? And it also just, like, it, it's just made me suspicious. Like, it'd be like if I had, like, a movie theater called Ezra's Child Pornography-Free Movie Theater. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I Googled it, because I'm, like, a combative asshole. I Googled it, and the top result was, Tony's Slavery-Free Chocolate Removed From List of Slavery-Free Chocolate Providers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Again, I don't have an ending to that other than, like, don't buy that chocolate because they're liars and do slavery. So, anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, guys.
0: <laughs> Ezra, everyone. That was a lot of fun. He's reading up in the history books. Read the Donner story again, the Donner Party story. That one's a real lot, lot of real fun about cannibals. It's a, That's a great one uh our next comedian we have we have a bunch of max's in the room tonight that's exciting um i'm really happy he's here put your hands together for max eddie
3: Yay!
10: hi everyone um i actually i got a story i'm trying to work out um and it, it happened um i was in the san francisco comedy competition last year and uh, or this year and uh we had a show in antioch and uh i was going up first it wasn't a good crowd i could see when the host was up and the only thing I knew during the show was the mayor of Antioch was in the crowd. So I dedicated—I had a ten-minute set. I dedicated about three minutes of my ten to telling the mayor of Antioch that I was going to have sex with him, like just a lot, like oh, you Hey, sh- we should have sex. You should. I could really help you in the polls because we'd be an interracial queer couple, and that plays well in the Bay Area. So you should suck my dick. You know, things like that for like three minutes. It was it was very very fun and silly. It was great. But after I get off stage, I had like an okay set, but after I get off stage, I learned two things at the same time. One is three days earlier, the city of Antioch had to settle three sexual harassment claims against that mayor. So that's number one. Number two is uh, the mayor of Antioch was one of the three judges that night. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should quit. I should go home for sure. Like this is... This is game over. I lost, and that's okay. Um, I got second place that night. And I was like, how did that – How? like, what What happened? Like, how – like, did the other two judges give me infinity? Like, what, what – I don't know how averages work, but it doesn't seem like it could mathematically work out. But we're in the green room after they announced the scores and shit, and the mayor of Antioch comes back, and he comes up to me, and I swear to God, he just goes – I loved your set, <laughs> and I was like, "How did this faggot not give me first place?" Okay, that's yeah, that's it. Um, that's he's gay is the <laughs> is the last part. Okay, um, it's very dumb. But um, I've been uh, I've been dating a lot, um, and I have an issue when I'm dating where I'm very direct with people. I tell people how I feel. Uh, like I was on a third date with a girl recently, and I just told her, "Hey, I really like you," and she just goes. Ugh. Like, she started glitching in front of me. I I was like, are, are you okay? She goes, I, I'm sorry, it's just, there's something about the way you said that that really threw me off. I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, um, I really like you. Is that better? And she's like, don't do that. Um, and, and she was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I lied. I, it's just, I don't like when people are that forward. Like, that's, it's just weird. It's a third date. Why are you being that forward with me? I was like, "Oh, um, I'm sorry. I gotta go to the bathroom," and I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she bought all six of my appetizers too. Fuck her. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know how to end that joke. But thank you. Yeah, <laughs> nice is right. Thank you. But um, oh, this is a thought I had on Bart. This is not good. Um, I I I I like. I think it's good that uh, cum is liquid. I. I think that's the appropriate state of matter for cum, because it would be if, like, imagine if it was just, like, vapor, and, like, you could just get pregnant, like, people got COVID, and just, oh, yeah, just, oh, my God, I'm five months long, just droplets, it's a nightmare, but uh, you'd have to wear, like, N95s for panties, like, it'd be, uh, guys would have to wear N94 skins, I'm sorry, Uh, it's so fucking stupid, but um but yeah and solid solid would also be bad uh for cum plasma would be lit but um, but solid would be bad it just every it's a kidney stone every time you want to want to come and have you get has anyone here ever had a kidney stone by the way is yeah it suck, right i had one last year it's yeah some people say it's like peeing out a rock and that's not quite right it's more like peeing out the rock like <laughs> Like I had a Dwayne in my Johnson. Like it was I was like, why is it stop working out? Like it's Yeah, it was really bad. Um yeah. It's actually i I um uh, kidney stone is actually the most painful thing someone can go through. Like it's more painful than childbirth, according to my experience. And uh, yeah, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's silly. Um what do I I have one last thing. Um I've been uh, I I have anxiety, uh, which uh, anxiety gang where we were comedians, right? Some of you know, Yo, if you got anxiety, on immune radio right now, let me hear you say. Ha, 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 ha. It's dumb. But um, I take uh, I take Lexapro for it. And um, two of the side effects of Lexapro that they tell you about are um, hallucinations and suicidal ideation, which is like that's that's weird side effects for the thing that's supposed to make me happy. Uh, like. That's like, it's like Russian roulette with your brain. Like, you feel unlucky? 10 milligrams. Like, um, and I don't want hallucinations or suicidal ideation, but if I get one, I hope I get the other, you know, like if I'm thinking about killing myself, I'm going to need a friend. And I feel like the hallucination might come in handy. Like I might just be standing over the golden gate bridge. Like I got fucking nothing to live for. And Freddy Krueger puts his hand on my, just, you got something to live for brother. Like, Yeah, Freddie, I thought you were just in my nightmares. I'm in your dreams, kid. Um, Side effects may include, I don't know. Um, Thank you guys. Bye. Yay,
2: back,
0: Zeddy, everyone. Hooray. That sounds exciting. Maybe I should get on some of that shit. You get hallucinations? That sounds good. That sounds like a drug I can get on board with. All right, your next comedian is new to the room, and I'm excited that they're here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sydney.
11: Hi, I'm Sydney. Um, never been here before. Done stand up like three times in my life, so we'll see how this goes. Um. <laughs> um okay. How do I start? Um. Okay. So my this the joke I've been working on um is a true story and um involves uh an old friend of mine. She's getting. She was getting married last year, and um, I was ruining our friendship by being myself, um, <laughs> such as <laughs> yelling at her for not getting a vaccine, and um, then things started going sour from there. But I was at her bridal shower. <laughs> All right, there's like five of them. There's like the. One actually a I don't know. So I was at her bridal shower, and she was opening up all these presents, and it was, like, extremely boring. It was, like, two hours into this thing, and you have to, like, she's, like, opening up every present, reading every card out loud, and, like, we're just, like, there for an hour. We had to drive, like, two hours from, it's, like, in Sacramento, and someone, and so I was getting bored, and I was trying to distract myself, and, you know, you just, like, escape into your mind, but someone gave her a card that said, Marriage is like coffee. Something 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 sweet and creamy. And I was I like chuckled as I was like walking across the room and she was like "Care to share with the class ma'am?" Um and I was like, "Are you sure about that?" Um, because I was like, "Yeah, I just think it's like really funny cuz coffee's bitter." Um <laughs> She was not amused. The look that she gave me was like death stare, but um, then in the car ride back, as I was crying at the end of, um, as our friendship was dying, (laughs) and I slowly was digging myself into more of a hole, I was just like, that's such a good metaphor, marriage is like coffee? Marriage is like coffee, first it's hot, then it's not. (laughs) Marriage is like coffee, exploited by capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Like really, I can't tell her that joke though because I like I'm recently like reconnecting with her. This is like over a year ago, and um, now I'm just like no one can ever know. No one tell her. I hope this isn't recorded. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, so, speaking of uh, Christmas from earlier, someone was talking about how he was like or they were fighting the person who believed in Santa Claus and I was like yeah that was I was the person who believed in Santa Claus I didn't stop believing in Santa Claus until I was 13 (laughs) in seventh grade or eighth grade um until like uh my friends were like what the fuck Sydney and I was like yeah like this is real and they're like no and so then I don't remember the exact thing that like pushed me over the edge to stop believing in it but um I feel like it still resonates today in terms of like other stuff that I believe in, um, like astrology. <laughs> I get a lot of bullshit at work. I work at a science, very sciencey place, and I was, um, I'm like designing this like uh, art exhibit, um, interactive art thing, and I like, it's about hands, and so I was looking up palmistry, and um, before I go into this palmistry thing, to tell you the like how much I believe in astrology is, like, I made an art piece about it. I've written, like, code about it. I, like, whenever I go somewhere, I'm like, so, like, what's your sign? And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, and, uh, yeah, but so I'm designing this art piece, and it's about hands, um, because of other reasons. And so I was like, oh, well, what about palmistry? And I look up palmistry, and I start reading it, and... Um, it's just like, this line indicates like how old you'll live to be, and this line says blah blah blah, and and I was just like, yeah, this is bullshit, (laughs) but okay, so that one needs to rework a little bit, but yeah, um, astrology is real, palmistry is not, yeah, there we go, okay, thanks. (laughs) Yay, Sydney! Yay, come back again and again and
0: again, that was lovely. Until your friend that got married I, I, hey I used to be married I got my first STD from my first marriage, yeah you'll get it too it's sexually transmitted debt that's what you get <laughs> except you you young kids you're so progressive you call them STIs and I'm like was that sexually transmitted income that's that's a lot more that's that's a lot more forward thinking uh, all right what's your name you want to be on the list what's your name D H E Z cool. Um, but it's pronounced like Shay, so that's good. I'll remember that. All right, we've got a couple comedians left. One of them just walked in. Put your hands together for Art. G.
12: Hello. Was that your first time doing stand-up? Hey, give no. Kinda second. Well, give it up for her, anyways, huh? Hell yeah. Guys, I grew up in San Francisco. I think San Francisco is the most unique place in the world. It's the only place where it's easier to come out as gay than it is as an Elon Musk fan. But I'm actually an immigrant. I wasn't born here. I'm Armenian. I lived in Russia for 10 years, and then I moved to San Francisco. My family came to San Francisco in May 2003. I was 12 years old, so I had the summer to learn as much much English. Clearly, I still haven't learned it learn as much English as I can before school started. And the advice that I got was to watch a ton of TV. People said, watch TV, you hear the conversation are going to pick up on the language. So I went to work. I was watching TV all day and it was starting to work. I was starting to understand the actors. I was picking up on the words, but when I would try to talk to people, they didn't understand me. I didn't understand them. Turns out I spent the entire summer watching Telemundo. Hi T mio. I just saw hot weather girl. I was like, that's the channel for me. I didn't know how to speak English, but I knew how to order a burrito. Fucked up. Um, the most badass thing about me guys is that I've been arrested and I went to jail. Yeah. The most dumbass thing about me is that I've been arrested and I went to jail in San Francisco for weed. It gets stupider. I didn't get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. I didn't get arrested by a California Highway Patrol officer. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. <laughs> you know how embarrassing it is getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute teacher. Because are they even allowed to do that? Yeah, apparently they are. Fucked up. But wait, there is more. It gets stupider. I wasn't even a student at San Francisco state. I was just driving by. Here's what happened. I was speeding. I had weed in the car. Whoop, whoop, police. I get, I get pulled over. Now at the time my only experience with cops is hearing rappers talk about it. So at the time, the song 99 problems by Jay Z is going through my head. You guys know that song? Yeah. So in the second verse of the song is a conversation that Jay Z is having with a cop after he gets pulled over for riding dirty. So that's what's going through my head, right? So the cop walks up to me. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? And I remember in the song, Jay-Z responds to that question with, because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. So I said that to him, but like a white boy? I was like, oh, geez, officer, I'm so sorry. No, I do not. (laughs) Then he smells the weed in the car, and he goes, can you get out the car? I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the song, this happened to Jay-Z, and he says, well, my glove compartment is locked, so it's the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. So I told him, you're going to need a warrant for that. I guess he could say Jay-Z was my lawyer at the time. But then the cop goes, get the fuck out of the car, I'm going to drag you out. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, he put me in handcuffs. He calls for backup. A couple more cop cars pull up. This time, real cops, SAPD. This is how I imagine the call for backup. He was probably like, hey, this is campus cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. And the cop on the other line was probably like, are you even allowed to do that? All right, let's see. Let's see. All right, I have this really stupid joke I've been working on, so I'm going to try that. Perfect. Guys, I'm all for enabling women to penetrate male dominated career fields. Like, there's no reason why we shouldn't have more female software engineers, for example. No reason at all. But some career fields, I don't know. Like, the other day, this is a little embarrassing, I I did number two, and the thing about me, I take massive shits, so I clogged the toilet, and I had to call a plumber, so it was embarrassing. But you know what would have made it more embarrassing? If a hot blonde named Rebecca showed up with a plunger. I just think a plumber should not only be able to unclog a toilet, but they should look like somebody who could clog a toilet. I think that's why you always see their ass crack out when they're like fixing shit is their way of saying, hey, you're seeing this? Don't be embarrassed. I've clogged a few myself. Stupid one. Thank you, guys. G, everyone,
0: hooray, huzzah! Um, Dominium, Dominium Sims, I can never say his fucking name. Uh, is supposedly on his way, but until he arrives, uh, clap for me! Yay! No, I, I am. I'm working on a new just, just joke. Yeah. Well, and it was too bad Max left because he said that he was getting hallucinations from his medication. I've been trying to get my head together, so I've been taking a grip of acid lately. And that has not been working. It's not I've been thinking about some really weird shit. Not like your now I'm gonna think about your weird shits now. Are you your your dumps are so big when you go number two, they curl around the bowl. You go number six, bro. That's great we can tell if you're ever in there. Okay. No, I've been thinking a lot about breast milk, which is it. It's just weird to me because I get, I get so high and then I think about like the human body. I think that we're like, we're made of 70% water and when the polar ice caps are melting, all the water, you're like, well, where's the water going? And I'm like, in the people. So how do we, how do we pump the people for the water? But you can pump me for my breast milk, but I'm gonna need to pump you for water later. And, and this is terrible. I saw, I was on the BART and I saw a family And I don't hate families, but there were twins, there were twins that were ugly. No, excuse me, there were triplets. There were four children. There were triplets that were ugly and they were fraternal too. There were two boys and a girl and you could tell they were triplets because they were all kind of the same size. They were very poor, they were ugly, ugly children. And I look over the parents and I'm like, well, those are some ugly people. But then the hubris of these motherfuckers, they had a fourth kid he had a fourth kid and it was ugly too
5: these little assholes
0: are stealing my water they're made of 70% water what and there's someone goes, well they're just let the kids eat apple juice apples are made of water everything's made of water these little ugly little assholes I bet they're stupid too I bet they're just like but we live in Walnut Creek so um, we can afford water yeah <laughs> right. I'm so I ang- capital I'm so angry I'm so bitter okay <laughs> So I've been doing a lot of acid to try to fix that. And I've been thinking a lot about breast milk. And uh, it's a gl- we have a gland in our bodies that when you have certain hormones because you had a baby or whatever, you can excrete a fluid that has both nutritive and colorative content. Right? Weird. Fuck, thank you for thinking. It's so fucking weird. And it's like I was like, I want to suck on your tits. And then, then we also do it to animals. We're like, we're going to make you with a baby. And then we're going to take your milk, which is weird and gross. And we put it in this pasteurized thing and homogenize it, whatever. We heat it up. And then we turn it into cheese or whatever. And we're like eating this stuff like off of the women. And here's the thing. Men all the time can create a fluid that has both nutritive and calorative content. And before you think I'm advocating for babies to suck dick, that's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that, like a cow, we could hook you up to a machine, which you'd probably enjoy, and, and, we can, and we can take the excretion and we can homogenize it and pasteurize it and make it into something that's made with protein. There's a lot of protein in there. Why have we not utilized? I mean, you could solve world hunger right now with your nut sack, we can pull it out, we can homogenize it, we can pasteurize it, we can turn it into nut butter. To save the fucking planet, everyone, right? It's so gross. I actually think that if you take the jizz and you mix it with breast milk and leave it on the counter, uh, it turns into a duck. <laughs> 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 no, <I> mean, Aflac. <laughs> no, um, I used to always have sex in the kitchen, um, right? Because there's there's a cool mirror in there. and. Well, also, I'm really, really lazy, and I don't like doing my sheets, and um, right. So, I would try. I try to get guys to to come into the compost, you know. But I eat a lot of eggs because I'm kind of like an ovo-vegetarian type person. I eat so many eggs. But what happened was one time uh, he came into the compost, and the next morning uh, there was a duck. <laughs> flack. No, I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm doing a lot of acid. <laughs> I, I <guess. laughs> this is. These are the jokes come out when you're like <laughs> sitting at home and you're like, that's, that's my cat and the shadow people are here now. Woo. Anybody know, everybody know about the shadow people? Uh, they've been jizzing all over my carpet. No, I don't know. I don't know what the shadow people are doing. <laughs> I need to be doing a lot less. Ass. Do you ever smoke so much pot that you understand Spanish on the bus? Has that ever happened to you too? Yeah, Jacinta. Jesus has been cheating on you forever. We all know about it. All of San Francisco knows Jacinta. Uh, ¿Qué pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones todos vienen. Hi, <laughs> the flyer. Oh, my other important thing, to, I only know like two things in Spanish. It's that and uh, uno más cubeta de cervezas, por favor. One more bucket of beers, please. These are the only important things you need in a language. Okay, I wanted to do my jizz joke. What is my other new joke? I guess I'll run that one because it's kind of new. I'm I'm very I'm very single. It's I'm lonely, uh, but I've never internet dated because I don't I don't know. It's kind of what I rest my integrity on. I've never had an internet dating profile, and I've I've never seen the movie Titanic. These are two things that I've never done that I rest my integrity on, and. Uh, and, but I'm lonely and I thought, oh, well, you know, do I kind of want to do meet people. Maybe I should get a profile, a hinge or a bumble or a Craigslist misconnection. I should do something to get out there, right? So I asked one of my guy friends, or I asked, well, I asked a girlfriend. I said, hey, you've been internet dating. what do you what do you do? What do you do to internet date? And she said, "Well, I raise that bar really high. Like okay, And then I asked one of my guy friends, what do you do to internet date? And he said, "Well, you got to lower that bar way, way down my question is, why can't we just meet at the bar? Does everyone has to take a survey? I don't know if we're compatible unless I take a survey because I can't communicate with you in any meaningful way unless I know everything about you and I've seen 15 pictures and I know who you are. Like, you either know or you don't if you're attracted to someone. It's that easy. Is it not? I mean, I'm lonely. I don't know how it works. Can someone tell me? No, so I was outside a bar smoking, looking for hot men, as I do, thank you. And uh, a fire truck came by, right, and parked. And out of it spilled, like, 10 hot men in costume, right? And one of them had, oh, yeah, one of them had an axe. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they all, like, ran up the stairwell to save someone from an opiate overdose or something. I don't know. It's San Francisco. I don't know what they were doing there. But they came down right away. I haven't even finished my cigarette. And I thought, oh, well, the person must be dead. But I I saw one of the hot guys, and, and I... And looked at him, and I, like, and I like, waved at him, and he waved back, and I gave him like a little, sh- like a little shoulder and like a little flip. I was wearing a cute skirt, and I was like, "Hi!" And then we were so vibing. He rang the bell. He rang the bell, ring a ding. But I'm so stupid. I didn't take down the number of the fire truck. So how am I supposed to find this hot fireman ever again? Right. So well, this is my. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the same place. At the same time, and I'm going to pay a questionably housed man $20 to start a fire. Right? And then, woo, woo, woo. See? Well, that's my version of Tinder. Okay, see, there it is. It's a long way to go for the punchline, but I'm going to do it. All right, we have one last comedian tonight. I'm so excited that he's here. He's new to the room. Put your hands together, everybody, for Shay. Yay. Woo,
13: Five minutes. That's a lot of time. Damn. I'm the last one. That's a lot of pressure. A lot of good comedians out here tonight. How's everybody feeling? Really? Just that much? Okay, it's Monday in San Francisco. I get it. Topics. What am I going to talk about today? let's get into it. Who in here feels that they suffer from privilege? (laughs) Really, only the white people said anything? I'm really working on this joke because a lot of people don't get it because privilege is really hard to understand, right? It's something that's invisible you don't feel it you carry it with you all the time and it makes you feel good about yourself it kind of sounds like jesus <laughs> so i mean i grew up in the church so we can sing like we can sing songs about privilege just like i learned songs about jesus so the song i learned about jesus was this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Does anyone know this song? All right, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. But instead of light, we're gonna put in privilege. Can everybody sing it with me? This little privilege of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let me hear y'all sing it. This little privilege of mine. I'm gonna gonna let it shine. shine. Okay, way to break in. Now we having fun. I mean, we all have to like start with just accepting our privilege. There's some things that I admit I'm better. Like I brought in a woman who is healthily fucked. See, she's the only one who laughed at that because she knows she's healthily fucked. No matter what happens, I'm about to go and fuck the shit out of her tonight. So if somebody's having a bad night, they can take cues from me and say, my privilege is I lays it down. But you know what? There are some privileges that are hard to accept. you know. And there's some negatives, because this is America. And it giveth and it taketh away. There's that Jesus reference again. See, that's called a callback to all the people who are still trying to learn how to do this. Privilege gives and it takes away. So as much as I feel confident in my ability to love make, sometimes I have problems being vulnerable. You know, because I'm funny. I'm the life of the party and sometimes I don't listen. And because I'm handsome, I really don't think I should have to. (laughs) So I mean, she complains to me all the time about why I should come home and why I need to buy groceries and have a job. And I mean, I want to listen to her. I want to build our relationship and make it stronger. But then I look in the mirror and realize, damn, I'm handsome. I can always get another girl. Shit. Privilege. Privilege. You really going to heckle me? See? See? Now that 30 minutes of love making is going to go down to 15. See, that didn't make it on the radio. So you got to come to the show to see what I did. We need to pack this house. All right. Uh, okay, I work in a job that is both rewarding, interesting, changes every day, but also stressful as hell. Does anyone work with kids? No? Thank God. You guys are lucky as fuck. Uh, Most of my material comes from children, actually, because they're hilarious. They write great jokes. And the thing about it is, kids write jokes and they don't realize that they're writing material because they're just living and just feeling things for the first time. So today I had a kid run up to me and says, Mr. Harrigan, Mr. Harrigan, I have something I want to tell you. Okay? Tell me. What what the fuck is it? That's what I'm thinking in my head. I didn't tell him what the fuck is it. That's how you get fired, okay? So I said, okay, please tell me what it is.
2: Mr. Harrigan, I think
13: you're really Motherfucker, I know I'm cool. That's why I'm teaching you the fuck you mean. But, you know, I can't tell him that. So I'm like, all right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, that means a lot. Appreciate it. He's like, no, you don't understand. I think you're so cool. We should be best friends.
2: Motherfucker, you are six. What the fuck? I want to be best friends with you. You don't got a job.
13: You can't take me to the movies. Shit, you ain't going to be good in the mall. What the fuck can you do for me? But I realized, you know, he's six. He don't got no friends. He don't know how to interact with nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I have to break it down to him. I looked him dead in his eyes and I said. Go sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. I got shit to do. And that's my time. Thank you for having fun with me. This is that nigga in comedy.
0: Yay! Yay! That was Shay. Everybody, welcome to San Francisco. That was wonderful. Yay! All right. Well, Dom, it looks like Dom didn't show up in time, but we did it. We had a show, and and that was super fun. We have new people and another new people and audience people and and a high schooler. That was all very exciting
2: today. Ooh.
0: Yeah, his, dad was, his dad was in the car. I'm so glad I didn't. Usually I smoke so much weed before the show and it's like hot boxed in here, and I didn't. And I'm so glad because the child would have been like, the dad, I mean, he would have come out smelling like weed, and the dad would be like, you could never go to that weird radio station ever again. Well, hopefully the radio station exists after tomorrow. We'll find out. Um, and. Thanks again for being here. Is anybody driving to Blarney Stone that wants to give me a ride or? or I can take the bus, it's not a big deal. Uh, It's at 20th and Geary is Blarney Stone. It has 8.15 signups. They usually start about nine o'clock and there's always an audience. There's just regulars that drink there on a Monday. It's so funny, people that just like to drink. That's a weird thing too. All right, Sydney, that was great. That was really funny. Come back again and again, and uh, we'll see you guys next week, or maybe we won't. We'll see. (laughs) Bye.
2: Such a lovely sight to see, but the tribes fought with each other. So- Day and wish I could come in for a chat with you. With so many miles between us, I thought I would visit you with some organ music. I don't play very good, but get lots of energy. hear other instruments. Lawrence enjoys playing on it too, mostly in evenings as he goes out to farm every day.
4: Dot FM. Please send us some money. I love you. Please keep listening. Come down to the station, 21st Florida, for chat with you. sunny and flat.
2: Thank you. Here's a bullet for you.
14: green-eyed lady lovely lady strolling slowly towards the sun green-eyed lady ocean Shake. Watch up.